Journey to Organization, episode 136. How long should it take me to organize my space? You're listening to the Journey to Organization podcast with Rebecca Saltzman. Advice to help you clear your clutter and your mind. Hello and welcome to Journey to Organization. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagambigan Personal Organization. And today... I want to talk to you about how long it should take you to organize different spaces in your home. Now, the thing about giving time frames and how long it will take to organize is that it kind of really depends, (laughs) of course. The thing is, is it really, really depends on you, what you have in your space, how much stuff is there how fast you work, if you're working with someone or if you're working by yourself. And I think that you have to take all these things into consideration. Typically, I find that most rooms take about five hours to do in an average space. Obviously, when we're talking about rooms like a bathroom, it probably is going to take less than five hours. And if we're talking about a room like a garage or a basement, it's probably going to take more than five hours. But the thing is, is that... It's a really good idea to try to figure out how long a task is going to take you, budget the time for it, and then go ahead and do it. So I wanted to go through different rooms of the house today and just sort of do a run through of how long I think they should take. Now, I think that most places in people's houses are actually not as bad as they think they are. I can't even tell you how when people get on a consultation with me, they're like, I'm so embarrassed. Oh my gosh. Like this must be the worst house you have ever seen. And I I always laugh because it's usually like not that bad. Uh, Sometimes it's, it's, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's as bad as people think. The thing that most people don't really understand is that it actually takes time to organize it. Like people are always surprised at how long it actually takes to go through stuff. And that's because regardless of whether you're organizing with a pro, with a friend, with your spouse, with a child, by yourself, it doesn't even matter. You're touching basically everything that you have and you're making a decision. And I think most of us need probably around five or 10 seconds to make a decision. Sometimes we can deliberate for closer to a minute. So I think that it's really important to, first of all, understand how quickly you make decisions. Because if you can figure out how quickly you make decisions, it's going to be a lot easier for you to gauge how much time you need in the organization process. In general, like I said, I like to gauge around five hours per room. For a bathroom, I usually think they can be done in about an hour. Now, there is an exception. This is less common in the U.S., but in Israel, this is a very common occurrence, and and I believe this is a, a common occurrence in Europe, too, is that many Israeli and European bathrooms are service bathrooms, which means like they might have the washer and dryer in them. They may have a different additional like cabinet or storage unit in them. And they, they really oftentimes do much more than just serve as a bathroom. Um, Many of 
many of the bathrooms here, but also in the US, have a considerable amount of storage space. So again, a powder room, which really doesn't have very much storage space at all, and it's just like a toilet and a sink, okay, that's not gonna take you very long. The more and more cabinets you get into, the longer it's gonna take you. So I would say in a bathroom, you could pretty much assume that it's probably gonna take you at least five to 10 minutes per shelf or drawer, possibly more if it's very, very crowded. That's a good way to start. But in general, I like to a lot an hour for a bathroom. Once you get into rooms that are more heavily occupied, like bedrooms or playrooms, I think you're gonna have to start with the size of the room, how much of the floor you can actually see, <laughs> and and how high whatever is on the floor is piled. And then you just have to sort of gauge your speed. So for a bedroom, I typically like to a lot around five hours for, but sometimes I find that bedrooms, especially if they have a desk in them or if a couple of kids are sharing a bedroom altogether or if there's just, it's very, very large or a particular person has a lot of clothes, I find that sometimes bedrooms could take closer to 10 hours. It really just depends. Things like basements and attics, I would typically estimate that you need between 10 and 20 hours to get them done. Uh, there's usually a lot, a lot of stuff in them. Of course, it really, really depends on how much stuff is in them and again, how high the amount of stuff is. Like, where does it come up to? Your knee, your waist, your over your head? like. It's important to note that as you're trying to gauge how much time it takes. Another place that can take time is a storage room, which is more typical here in Israel. Um, they, I would say those are between five and 10 hours. I think that, and when I'm talking about timing, it's important to note that I'm, I'm not just talking about the decluttering aspect of things, but I'm also talking about organizing things because you actually have to, do a few things when you're decluttering. You have to decide, first of all, you've got to take most things out. Then you have to decide what you're going to keep and what you're going to toss. And then you have to put like items together. And then after that, you can finally put them back in an organized way. A lot of times in certain areas, you might need to put a project on hold if you don't have the right bins or baskets or shelves. So that can also, you know, hold up time. In general, I find that most people have the supplies that they need to actually organize. But in case, sometimes you don't, sometimes you need extra stuff and that's, that's fine. Another place that takes a long time is living room. <laughs> and a living room, dining room also, it totally depends on how you use the space and what your space looks like, if they're connected, if you have bookshelves there. Any place that has bookshelves is gonna take longer because you gotta go through each book and it takes time to actually take them down and then put them back and decide in the middle, you know, what you wanna keep and what you wanna get rid of. And I think that with books, a lot of people are very close to their books. They have this relationship with their books and they feel like, who are who are they without their books, right? It's like, I'm nobody if I have no books. And while I think that books are certainly very, very important, I think that there is this burden that we place on ourselves to have books especially books that we might not use. Um, 
religious texts that seem important to have but that never get any use are better served by someone who will actually use them. So if you do have books that you don't use, please consider passing them along to people who will use them. But in any case, I digress. This is not what we're talking about today. Books take a long time to sort through. Here are the criteria that I think you should use when you're sorting through books, just as an aside. I think you should determine whether you're ever gonna use the book. If you've read it and liked it, then maybe you can keep it. But if you read it and you didn't like it, you should definitely get rid of it. Don't keep it just because it's a book. But I'm just going to say one last thing about books and then I'm going to move on. Books are meant to be read. So if you're not reading these books, share them, pass them along. Uh, make sure that they get use and that people are, are using them and learning from them. Because really, what is the point of having them if nobody's using them? Okay, so in a playroom, I think that this is typically like a basement usually. I find that playrooms, again, anywhere between five and 10 hours. If there's a lot of toys, it may even go up to 15, especially if the room is, you know, a large space, if you have a large house. The larger the room, the, the longer it's gonna take. So just be conscientious about the size of the room. Typically I find that when we have bigger homes, we try to fill them with more stuff. I even did an episode about it, episode 56, Is Bigger Really Better? Uh, I talk all about that, so you can go back and listen to episode 56 if you wanna know more about it. But basically what we do is we try to adapt uh, our space. So if we move to a larger space, we tend to wanna fill it. If we are in a smaller space, we tend to downsize. So. I just want everybody to be conscientious about once you do clean out a basement, an attic, a bedroom, a kitchen, wherever, be conscientious about the space that you have. Just because you have empty space doesn't mean you need to fill it. Today I was talking with one of my clients on the phone and she said to me, I really need a plan about what's going to happen in all of the rooms. And I'm like, okay. And we talked about you know, all of the rooms and, and she's an older lady and, and her kids don't live at home anymore and she lives in the same house that she's always lived in and it's just her by herself and she she said to me, well, there's this bedroom and that bedroom and this bedroom and I want to use one as, as a library and one as a guest room and I don't know what to do with the third one and I have my studio upstairs and my office is in another space and I said to her, I'm like, it's okay to just have some empty space you don't have to fill every single corner with stuff. And that's like, if you take away only one thing from today's episode, I hope that that's it. Just because you have the space to fill doesn't mean you should fill it. And rooms can look beautiful and fabulous and gorgeous and feel comfortable and friendly and welcoming, even if they are not full to the brim in every corner. In fact, I think most rooms actually feel better when they're not full. So when you're thinking about how to set up your space, don't worry about filling it with tchotchkes and with knickknacks and just stuff. Worry about curating a great collection for what's gonna feel comfortable in that room. If you have spaces that are large, like usually basements are fairly large because oftentimes they're the footprint of the house and that you know, is, is, is fairly large in some larger houses. Even in smaller houses, basements can, can still feel fairly large because they're like one open space. It's a very easy 
for these big open spaces to get out of control. And then they become hard to manage. They're hard to clean up. And when you get stuck, you have no idea how long it's going to take you to clean it up because there's just so much stuff everywhere. So what I I think is a great idea to understand is that if you if you really focus on, you know, the best collection of toys and being conscientious about what is going into these kind of rooms, it'll be easier to maintain the cleanliness, but also it'll take you less time to clean, so or organize and tidy. So, in a in a playroom sort of space, definitely keep the stuff down to a minimum. And if you have a very large space, then you can use you can have like larger toys like maybe a trampoline or or I don't in my house growing up we had a pool table and that's because my parents moved into the house with the pool table and it was so heavy that they couldn't move it so they just left it there and we didn't know how to play pool we just used to like hang out sit on it when our friends came over but anyway (laughs) the point is is you don't need to fill it with toys that are harder to maintain you can put something in like a bigger a pool table or a ping pong table or something like that and this way it uses the space effectively uh, without making the room feel like it's totally empty but it doesn't it's not a lot of clutter because it's like one larger item so be conscientious about those rooms that are larger that you know you're trying to fill because then when you try to keep them tidy it's just going to take forever but in general I find that really a playroom takes anywhere from five maybe 15 at the most hours I find that you can usually get them done fairly quickly because most parents are so fed up with the amount of toys that they have that they're just like out 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 especially if it's broken or damaged so now that I'm thinking about it I think I sort of glossed over the living room and dining room because I was talking about the books so let me just head back to that for one minute the dining room in my experience usually has not that much stuff in it um some dining rooms have more stuff than others maybe there's a break front maybe there's a china closet uh and for example in my parents house the dining room has a lot of stuff in it but the living room actually has almost nothing in it uh in my house the dining room has a little bit in it but it's very connected they're like it's right next to the living room which also doesn't have that much stuff in it but nevertheless Uh, I find that if I was going to go through those two rooms in most people's houses, I would typically allot about five hours for each one of those rooms, unless they really are bare because, and and that happens in in a lot of in a lot of living rooms, they, they might not have anything or they just have some books. And we spoke about the books already. And in the dining room, they might just have basic bare stuff. So it sort of depends on the setup of the house. And it's really hard to say. I would say those two rooms are, are really the most wild card because it really, really depends on the amount of furniture you have. But I would say I would devote, especially if you have a china closet and let's say a buffet, I would devote... Uh, around three hours at least minimum for doing those I find that there's a lot of stuff that gets stuck in especially into like not see-through glass parts of these these pieces of furniture one of the things that I have found though is that 
sometimes they can go super fast because sometimes everything in it is really a keep and it's really something that you use. So just sort of for those two rooms, you probably don't need like five hours, but I would definitely a lot between two and four hours total for the for the two rooms. Of course, again, it totally depends on you and how much stuff you have in those rooms. The kitchen, I find, can usually be done between two and four hours. Again, it depends on how big your kitchen is. It depends how your house is structured. But I typically find that most people already have sort of a working order in their kitchen. Now, there's usually stuff that can go, a lot of stuff you can usually go. Where I usually find that I'm taking up the time is organizing in people's pantries because... What I really like to do when I'm organizing someone's kitchen is I like to make sure that I'm taking all the food and putting it in sealed containers. Because what I find is in the kitchen and the pantry specifically, if all the food is in like sealed containers that are easy to stack and easy to see what's inside, then it's more likely that the food is going to get eaten and not go to waste and it's not going to get bugs. I find like open bags of nuts or open bags of grains or open bags of pretzels or whatever it is, they get bugs, they go stale, and then you end up throwing things out. So I try in our house, everything goes pretty much goes into a into a glass jar right away, basically, or an airtight container right away. And then we can protect ourselves against bugs. A lot of stuff we come home from the store and put directly into the freezer because bugs are definitely an issue and the freezer is the best way to deal with most things. Also, I store a lot of my nuts in the in the freezer because it protects them from going rancid. But I think that actually sorting through most people's pantries because most people do have like a crazy surplus of food and a lot of it is open and most people don't know what they have and a lot of food goes to waste, that actually takes time and you should allot some time for going through a pantry because it definitely could take two or three hours to do a pantry. On the other hand, silverware drawers uh, under the sink, those areas usually don't take very long. So five hours is a good amount of time, I think, for a kitchen. Unless you're doing it really by yourself and you're super, super slow, it shouldn't really take you more than that or if you have a massive kitchen. But other than that, I think I think five hours is a good amount of time to a lot for a kitchen. In your kids' rooms, I think it depends on how many kids are living in that room.
after that, it should take you less time to organize all these spaces in the future. So let's talk about the office for one minute. The office, I find, is just can be a difficult place to gauge because it really depends, again, on the size and what you have in your office. But paperwork does take a lot of time. It's very time consuming to go through paperwork because a lot of times you can't just throw away paperwork. You need paperwork. So what I suggest you do is you start small and you start organizing the paperwork and see what you need and what you don't need. You're definitely going to want to put aside about five hours. In my experiences, offices can take anywhere from 15 to 30 hours depending on how much paperwork there is. And it depends on if you're scanning documentation or if you're just throwing things out or if you're keeping other things. So I would say definitely, definitely, definitely leave a good chunk of time to do an office or not specifically an office, but at least paperwork. So just to give a recap, I find that it's a good idea to allot between three to five hours for most rooms at a minimum. And it's a good idea to go ahead and get a partner with you. And again, it can be a your husband. It can be your child it can be a professional if you want to you know get a professional I'm happy to work with you we I have online sessions I can do with you but the point is is that if you are doing it on your own it is definitely going to take you longer than if you are doing it with somebody so you also need to budget in the time for if you're going at it alone and I think that when you're trying to figure out how much time you need to allot to something, you don't need to allot all the time at once. So for example, if you want to go through you know, your clothing, you can do a section of clothing every single day and just spend you know, 25 or 30 minutes on each section of clothing. And then at the end, once you've done it, you know, a week or two or three weeks later after you've done all the sections, go ahead and take a second pass all at once. And then you'll really get everything out or at least you'll make a really good start and you'll have some really good progress. Most people just, they don't believe me. <laughs> when I say how long it's going to take to do something. I did a couple of done-in-a-day declutter sessions with some clients over the last three weeks, and everybody, all of them, were totally dumbfounded about how long it actually took them to actually declutter. And I was like, see, I told you, because it takes time. And so the good thing about doing it with me online is that I give you targets to hit. So I say to you, okay, you have 30 minutes to complete this task and you're racing against the clock and you get it done. And I'm checking in with you every 30 minutes. And so it you have accountability. If you're just doing it on your own, it's like, okay, well, I found this thing and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to look at it for a few minutes. And then I'm going to maybe go take it to where it belongs. And then I'm going to put it where it belongs and oh I found like six other things over here that need to be organized so I'm just going to organize for those for five minutes and then I'm going to go back to what I was working on at first and then you fall down the rabbit hole at point number two which takes you to point number three and you never get back to point number one because point number three took you to four five and six and before you know it 
it's four hours later and you barely gotten anything done. So, you know, when you're working with me or if you're working with a partner, you're definitely getting kept on track because it's easier to to be accountable to someone who's there. So just to wrap up, definitely here are some points that I hit today. A lot, make sure that you're allotting the correct amount of time. In general, I would assume that most spaces need five hours, can be divided up over time. You can also estimate based on how much of the floor you can see and how high the piles are. Some rooms will need upwards of five or 10 hours depending on their physical size and the amount of stuff that's in it. In general, those are rooms like basements, attics, and garages, which need more time than 10 hours. I have found that the rooms that take the least amount of time are kitchens and hall closets, which I didn't mention, but I'm mentioning now hall closets, kitchens, and bathrooms are usually the places that can get cleaned out a little more quickly. If you can get someone to do it with you, whether it's me or whether it's a or whether it's someone in your home who who's already familiar with the home. So if you need help decluttering, just get in touch with me today at Rebecca at RebeccaSaltzman.com. That's R-E-B-E-K-A-H-S-A-L-T-Z-M-A-N.com. And I will help you with my done in a day declutter, which means that we'll spend the first 20 or so minutes figuring out a plan and a goal for the day. And then we'll have check-ins every 30 minutes until our four-hour time slot is over. As always, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out and send me an email or send me a voicemail. But for now, I'm wishing everyone a great week and happy organizing. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Organization podcast. You can find Rebecca on Twitter and Instagram at BalaGonBegon and on Pinterest as Rebecca Saltzman. Visit BalaGonBegon.com for resources and to join the mailing list to get podcast updates.